five, four, three, two, one. Energize Podcast 10. Barry, how you doing? Good job. Welcome back, everyone. Um, Podcast 10. We put out a post today, and uh, we were just looking over the analytics. Nine deep, over 500 downloads so far. And uh, so far the sponsor has been great man Yeah I really like doing it on this format It's weird when people come up and like I listen to the podcast and they give you their opinion On what they heard I think that's cool I love hearing feedback from people And yeah It's only getting better and better isn't it Yeah it's it's, get, it's just the structure is uh, way better And we've also like benefited from Having a longer time to, to actually discuss things Rather than be like I'm right you're wrong You're right I'm wrong We're both wrong Let's stop Okay, let's keep going. Yeah, you can have a proper conversation. You can go a bit deeper and think. So it, it is a better format for us. Um, we enjoy doing it more as well, I think. Yeah, I actually think we're like the only people in Ireland that are actually doing something along the lines of this. Does anything really come to mind? No, sort of podcast with Instagram as a platform for it, I think. Oh, no, not really. definitely not, no. Um, so, Barry, what did you do during the week? Um, okay, this week. Uh, I was actually sick all week from the chaos that happened in Bundoran. So uh, I don't think I'll be doing that again for at least another year. Um, then Friday night, I had a work night out. So I was there basically one week and had a work night out. And uh, usually I wouldn't go to these because I don't know what way I'd act or what way the scenarios are. And uh, Basically you don't make a show yourself. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah, it like the first week. It's like the new guy. Yeah. The, the crazy new guy. So... Uh, yeah, I went down and I uh, actually went with Dave Anderson. He's actually uh, I used to work with him in AOB, but uh, he's the guy. He's the guy who asked us to about the like wrestling. Maybe he was taking the piss. Oh, being like, oh he was like, oh, dude, what about WrestleMania? Yeah, the WrestleMania tips. He goes, what? He was actually talking to me. He goes, uh, what, would you ever do any more wrestling videos? Taking the piss, and I go, someone actually asked us to do that before. And I was like, hold on, it was actually you. It was, <laughs> it was actually quite funny, yeah. But uh, we just one of us knows who that guy is. Yeah, well, like. Oh, he's a great lad. He's actually getting married now soon as well. Oh, fair play to him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we went we went for a few drinks, and I was like, "Here, look, if I'm like, he, you see, he's like a, an assistant manager." So I was like, "If I'm like not allowing you to talk to the people, you can go, and then I'll stand in the corner." You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I didn't really know that many people, and I was sort of like, "Oh shit!" And who wants to talk to the new guy? You know what I mean? So um, yeah, we went, and then we like everyone. We went to the Clayton Hotel. It was actually set up so well. If there was a bit of sun, it would have been amazing. But. Uh, Dave was there and he was actually introducing me to everyone. Like I sh- like shook so many hands and there was there's so many characters there. Does, does that ever get you though when you know you're introduced so many people at one yeah. time you can't remember anyone's name? No, I'm like horrendous with names as well. But uh, it was it was cool to actually. There was a load of lads where like uh, like our age as well, which was actually like pretty cool. And then uh, the funny story about the thing was everyone got a, ri- a blue wristband, just carpet blue wristband, and there was three tags on it for drinks. And uh, some Einstein person realised that if you actually cut up the band, you can make loads of drink tokens. So, like, the amount of free drink that was going around was actually frightening. I made sure to get out there quite sharpish before 12 o'clock, just before I, like, ruined the whole night, because it was actually, like, pretty good crack. I even, I was like, I'm not going near the dance floor. And then all of a sudden I was there giving it the Michael Flatley on the dance floor. Lord of the dance. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like you had a good time anyway. Yeah, yeah, but, like, it was, like, it was one of them things where it's, like, if you're meeting, like, the parents, you know what I mean? You're sort of like, you, can, you can't you can go too mad. Very true. Yeah. No, Let's go. Glad you had a good time. Um, yeah. My Friday night consisted of, I was working and then went out for drinks with my work crew because one of the lads is leaving. Big shout out to Jazzy J, aka Josh Green. He, um, 
He was an interesting character in work. He, he was he was such a funny guy. He never showed up for work on time. Yeah. If some days he missed work altogether. There was always like a story. He lived in Wicklow, but came to Dublin every day. And like half the time he was late, he actually were like a mint me uh, the other night that it was because he was took point track tractor on the back roads coming yeah. into work. Yeah, I was like tractor. I, I was like fair enough, man. That probably wasn't a believable story. Stone Cold or um. Yeah, we gave him poker set as he was leaving because he loves to gamble. But he's actually gone now to work for Paddy Power, so it's a bit random. Do you think he showed up first day with that? Like? <laughs> um, who knows? Um, look, he was an absolute legend at work, and it was a good excuse to get out for work. And then I also went out on Saturday night. Uh, things got very loose. I think it was out at five in the morning. I was gonna say Bruno Lupo leading me astray, but I think I was leading him astray. Uh, went Could the, be a bit of both. Yeah, we went to Aussie barbecue. It's actually closing down. Uh, Sunday is closing down. I heard down. that, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. their lease is the no, their, no, their, their leases up. So, it's closing down. Went no, no leader for a few drinks. Then what like, was that like? It, it, it's actually just soda and coke again, except to make smoking area worse. Oh, it's worse? Yeah, because they got rid of like, the big seating area on the right-hand side. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah. That was, like, that was the only cool thing about it. Yeah. It, that was what I liked. Uh, went there, threw a few shapes or whatever. And then obviously it closed around half two, three o'clock. So we went to Crystal because it's the only place to kind of let you in at that time. Yeah, true. Uh, have a few more drinks. Uh, I think I was drinking uh, Jemison straight at that stage because I probably walked around thinking I'm a legend with a whiskey in my hand. I work there. Yeah. I work there. Uh, and are you like a whiskey connoisseur now, right? Yeah, I like my fine whiskeys these days. You know, it's it's habit of the job. You know, I always these... I always like the as I do. Inverted commas Product knowledge In work It's go crack So I was really bad Worst wear on Sunday But look It's Monday now And I survived So Here we are Yeah Um. So Did you get, did you get up on time For the Lions match Or, or what's the story there man? I, I, I was up early Um. I think I actually Fell asleep on the couch And then I woke up And I was like Oh bollocks I have to go to work And then I, I catched The first 20 minutes Of the Lions game I was like constantly updating my phone, and then I rewatched when I went home because I like, couldn't believe they won't. I honestly thought New Zealand were gonna like yeah. we're gonna put us to the. That's it. I, th- I think this is where we kick off the rugby segment mm. to the podcast. If you if you haven't noticed, the Lions beat New Zealand twenty four twenty one on Saturday morning, uh, Saturday night in New Zealand. Um, needless to say, it was like certainly a shock for well myself and yourself definitely. Yeah, in fairness. After watching the first test and watching how New Zealand kicked on after 50 minutes, I thought like they'd almost figured it out and they had the beating of the Lions. Uh, but look, obviously the major factor was Sonny Bill, Will William, or Sonny Bill Williams, however you want to say his name. <laughs> Sonny Bill Williams, yeah. Yeah, getting sent off. Obviously the Lions beat a 14-man New Zealand, but yeah. now they have that belief in them, they can do it. Uh, there were some outstanding performances. Um, oh, before we move on, that was definitely a red card for Sonny. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. And uh, he, there was no like when you're making a tackle, you have to wrap your arms around someone, and you just made no vicious. effort. Like that was vicious. That, that was that was his rugby league coming out, and yeah. he just absolutely smashed. Him. So he's out of the next game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Sean O'Brien is in, despite the fact that he was sided for uh, what was turn punch. So. It's a matter. Sean O'Brien's still available. Uh, I, I don't think there was any major injuries on the Lions front, was there? No. Um, obviously, they're all a bit beaten up. You know, when you play the All Blacks yeah. for eighty minutes, like you're you're not going to come out perfect. But yeah, in very, like the first half was close enough. They were drawing at half time. Yeah. Then New Zealand actually kicked on, literally. Yeah. And then 
I was amazed when the Lions came back and actually like put on such a good performance. Uh, Conor Murphy actually just proved how good he was as well, being like being a sniper of a scrum half. That's exactly yeah. what you want. Yeah. Picking the ball, seeing the line, and going for it. And I couldn't believe he did that. He put like no one was ready for that. The whole stadium sort of like was in shock. Uh, apparently, New Zealand are outrageously on high on Conor Murphy even before this. They yeah. like they think he's the best scrum half in the world, and so do I. Not only that, but he's also got great physical stature. He's yeah. massive for a scrum. Yeah, half. I was about to say that. Like he, I mean, he can, like he's like a ninth forward in there, yeah. and then like. He's perfect. Like he's fast. He's got a great pass. Uh, What's called? And then, like as you said, like when he goes for a snipe, he's also physically large. So like he can take on yeah, like a forward if he has reach. to. Yeah. I, I actually thought that Gatlin was going all in with this one now because he put Sexton back in the team, which yeah. is probably I say many rugby critics would have been like that's probably not the best idea. Yeah. Um. Also taking out Peter Manny, who was actually the captain in the first game, yeah. and then not even in the squad for the second game. But it looked like Gatlin was like, right, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose... On his terms. On my terms, yeah. yeah. But uh, it worked out, like, worked out. For for me, like, Liam Williams outstanding again, Atoji outstanding again, Michael Vunapolo was absolutely monstrous. His ball way, carries were fantastic. By the way, Atoji was given 4 out of 10 by uh, the New Zealand reporters, you know that? What? Yeah, yeah. To me, he looked like he did his job. Yeah, no, yeah. That's that's uh, why I was like, right, I'll get that in there. Um, yeah. Get that in there. Yeah, Owen Farrell... Immaculate with the boot, like that man has absolute fucking cojones on him. He's got absolute balls of steel, like no questions asked. Okay, I wouldn't say his best attribute is his kicking though. No, but like Don't when it, when he came down to it, he got he got to kick the matter. Like you, you got to kick the one the game. He like um, zones out when he's taking the kicks, doesn't he? Like uh, it's just in a different does, realm. Oh, you know who else? Phenomenal. Uh, I wasn't a hundred percent too sure on him coming over here, but like absolute stamped his spot as number thirteen. Jonathan Davies. He's absolutely monstrous in the centre. Number 13. Yeah. I think it's because like, he wears that scrum hat, I don't really notice. Yeah, I feel like because he wears a scrum hat, he feels like less yeah. of a back. Yeah, yeah. Like, or even uh, Noel. Yeah, Jack, Jack Noel, he's... I wasn't overly ever too high on him, but I think he's so versatile, he's good to have in the squad. The fact that he can fill in anywhere yeah, in the back. It's because he's a bit of a poser with the like long hair with the yeah, stripe. I think because I, 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 I don't like him personally. Okay, it makes yeah. me like think he's less good than he actually is. And oh, Elliot Daly, Elliot Daly is great as well. He was very first. And Anthony Watson looks so dangerous hitting his lines. And I love him. I love the whole team. Yeah, that was just such a good performance. Yeah. Um, it gave me such belief in the side again. I know. I know. Like, yeah, because it, it almost seemed quote unquote brown bread. Yeah, I, I feel like this was like the most losing lines tour of all time. Now I don't know if it actually is, but it felt this way. Yeah. I, I was like, we didn't win. Oh, we didn't win. Oh, we won. Oh, we didn't win. Uh, uh, like. When you're losing all the sort of like provincial games or like you're not yeah, winning most of them, yeah. it makes you feel like it's you're not the effort. achieving. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of the matches are on very early as well, so like if they're losing all yeah. these games, it's hard to get up. And fair play to everyone who does get up. Like you're getting up at eight o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning to watch rugby, so it's yeah. not always easy. Especially even the people, for out even, for the people that, even the people that went on the tour. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, big shout out to uh, Keep Boucher, Gavin Duff, and Mark White because they're actually over in New Zealand and they're they're not the first two games, I think so. Fair play yeah, them. in the torrential rain. Yeah. Uh, also, Tyke Furlong's after getting a huge shout out from the New Zealand press. He's only what yeah. twenty four. Yeah. And New Zealand, they're like this fella, like we could do with him in the front row. Like, and that's unbelievable now to be a. Yeah. He's got he's got all the attributes you want for a prop. Super ball carrier, gets around the field. Like he's not he's not a slouch. Excellent in the scrum. He's an absolute monster. He's like gonna be the mainstay of the Irish pack for for years to come. But would could you say potential captain? I'm not too sure on his leadership skills, 
because I, I like I don't know what he's like in the dressing room, but like almost captain boy way of talent, almost like Brian O'Driscoll was like he was captain because he was the first name on the team sheet nearly. What about you know what, I mean? what about a place kicker? Yeah, in fairness, you used, <laughs> yeah, in fairness, you used to play Ga at a really high oh, level. Oh, actually, I think it's so much Jersey. I think you played for Wexford under 21s at one stage. We'll kid you up. Wouldn't like a, wouldn't like a Bosch off. No, <laughs> definitely not. But, uh, okay, so the final test is coming up on Saturday. Um, half- do, you, do you fear to give a pre- prediction, Barry? I just can't believe that it's gotten to this stage. Yeah, it's. I like the way I'm not in work till late on Saturday, so I guess we'll get up and see the yeah. whole game. Like, the more pressure's on. The- New Zealand Yeah If I'm gonna have to make a prediction How ballsy can I be um, look, in the, uh, first, the podcast for this You were like No chance Yeah 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 And I'm, I'm like, They're so gonna win it I'm so They're gonna win it I was so pessimistic And <laughs> now I'm just like Now you get okay. your jersey back on You put yeah. your New Zealand one Back in the press And you're wearing the Lions one um, Look guys I'm gonna be honest I think it's potential chance For the Lions to do it So I'm gonna say Yes we can I'm gonna yeah. say you're not getting up for half eight for a loss. Yeah, I think I come come the seventieth minute if the Lions are within five points, I think they'll win it. What? Okay, so what would you say? Would you say Gatlin's going to change the team in any sort of way, or what I think it's going to be the exact same lineup again. Yeah. yeah, that's his team, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the team. Maybe one or two changes off the bench. I'm not too sure, uh, but I'm fairly sure that's the starting lineup. Uh, I, I like the I like some of the players we have on the bench. Uh, I like Courtney Law has been inside has a bit more physicality inside. Yeah. Maybe Ian Henderson gets on the bench. He's been having a good tour as well. We'll see what happens. He, he's already beat New Zealand as well this year. So, look, not many players on that pitch could have said they beat New Zealand before the game kicked off, and now all of them can. Yeah. Um. Would you say it'll be less than less than a try? Yeah, I think really, it, yeah. I, I think it'll be definitely under eight points. Definitely under eight points on either on either end. Obviously, if the Lions win, I'd say but less than five. If New Zealand win, it could be anywhere as high as eight. I'd say. Well, okay. Put it in hindsight, if Sonny Bill Williams hadn't been sent off, it's a totally different game, though, isn't it? The Lions probably wouldn't have won. But yeah. now that now that he isn't available for the next game, he changes completely the way they play as well. It's yeah. not, they're not the same side with him or without him. Like his offloading skills, his tackling, his like ball carrying skills. He brings a whole different facet to the game. Yeah, but they do also almost have like a one in one out sort of system, turnstile. Yeah, but I, I think he's one of the exceptions that they don't they don't have. Yes, they will have another very good center, but yeah. it be it will change the way they play play the game. Yeah, he, but he is like the household name in yeah, rugby as well. Yeah, he's a phenom. <clears throat> phenom. So I can't wait to watch it anyway. Yeah, so hold on. What's your prediction? You just like let me do all the predictions <laughs> and that gave me nothing. Look, you were talking so well. I was just like, I'm in love with this guy. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> um, it's gonna be very close again. Obviously, uh, I'm not gonna like like we only won by three points. I'm gonna say lowest by three again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, I'll, like I'll, I'll be so much happier if they win. Like, you know? Yeah. In fairness, real the the real talk is probably New Zealand boy maybe five, but like. Yeah, I'm not going against the Lions again after they prove me wrong. Yeah, so I'm saying Lions by three. What happens if they prove you wrong again? Then you've been wrong the whole tour. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I don't know. The Lions just have to keep it close in the first half, and then sort of go for it. There was actually talk about bringing on Ben Tio for, I think it was Sexton, and then moving Farrell to ten. Yeah, just to make things a lot closer. But uh, then all of a sudden they got the kind of Murray Troy. So it just it just takes a bit of magic to change the whole entire game and. Uh, Let's see what happens, really. Yeah. 
Uh, well, come on the lines, anyway. Also, on Saturday night, aka Sunday morning, the return of Mikey Conlon came back to Brisbane. Uh, Mikey Conlon won in the third round. Uh, very convincing again, as we were saying beforehand, we were expecting another win. Another win was granted. And... Uh, Onwards and upwards, man. Yeah, I thought it was a bit strange he fought in Brisbane. It doesn't it doesn't really seem like geographically a great idea. Although there's a lot of Irish people yeah. down there. Uh, it was to be on the Pacquiao card though. Yeah, that's you know true. I mean? That's yeah. true. Although I didn't feel I I actually knew Michael Connell was fighting. I knew Pacquiao was fighting. I didn't know Mike or Pacquiao was fighting in Brisbane. Oh I, I didn't yeah, realise yeah. he was fighting on that yeah. card. Like the promotion for these fights are done so terribly. Like I follow so much like Instagram, like sort of Fighting pages and like Facebook fighting page and all that. I'm like I just didn't know it was on, and like I can't still don't know the fellow's name. Pacquiao lost it, but I think it's Horn. I think yeah. And like obviously Pacquiao was meant to go in there and beat that fellow, wasn't he? Yeah. He had over like three hundred more rounds experience. There you have it. Like I suppose your man He's Horn's fit, never going to be. A, pa- Pacquiao's never going to be the same. He's no. Like, I, mean, I suppose your man Horn now is <clears> a bit of a, a star now, isn't he? Um, Almost well, like well, like put it this argue. way. You put it this way, like he was more of a star after beating Manny Pacquiao than he was before. No, he wasn't. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I mean, I thought he, must be, a star, he must be a star in Australia. <laughs> he must be a star in Australia. Well, if Andrew is talking about him, chaps, a star. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but realistically, um, I don't. Know, boxing's lacking a lot of stars, and uh, yeah, when you don't want, when you don't know when you know. Manny Pacquiao was a top ten name in boxing, yeah. and we don't know. You don't like know the person he's fighting. It's a bit shite, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, once you, you once you fight Mayweather, it's sort of like put it this way: the other guy. When John Jones was fighting fighting Owen Saint Peru, like like the UFC do such a good job of like letting you know who Owen Saint Peru is. Like you're almost like, geez, Owen Saint Peru might win. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You almost get that stage. I suppose when it's boxing, it's like who? It, it, like they need to do that. I think it should be like a rule, you know, in boxing where they do that thing where your man sits in the middle and they face each other on either yeah, side yeah, of the yeah. table. And they're Sitting like, like AC yeah. Slater. Yeah, although like there's something about Pacquiao that like he's, he's not going to be like, no matter you. He's like one of the prime ministers over in like Thailand. The, oh, the Philippines. Philippines yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he's like a country to like run. Anyway, Mick, Mickey Conlon, Michael Conlon is absolutely running amok. So yeah. keep, keep it up, bud. Yeah, we're, uh, we're actually really enjoying it. Like making sure to tune in. Yeah, yeah. He's the only person, the, the only Irish boxer. Him and Katie Taylor, the only ones. Uh, like Paddy Barnes as well. They're the only ones who are like, make sure you tune in. And I feel like they do a better job of letting us know when they're gonna fight. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, they sort of make it easier for us to know when they're fighting. Yeah. So therefore, I'm more invested because they're investing in us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they want people yeah. to watch their fight. Yeah, like if, if you're not like promoting yourself and. Mm. I feel like Mike Conlon's doing the best job of the three of them though. Yeah, well, like he's his brother as well, and yeah, then put, they're all a little like click, and and he had McGregor as well. So if you get if you get the touch from McGregor, then uh, it's a different story. Oh, I was actually saying I'd love to see Mike Conlon fight on that McGregor Mayweather card. Yeah, like that should definitely happen. And like in fairness, he made. I, 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 can't, see how it won't, I can't see how it won't happen. You see, it could be a, a bit soon. Could you not fight a, a Mayweather fella on the card now? Yeah, but those those guys are top of the range. Like yeah, I, so, so yeah, yeah, no. But my point is like that, that like Mayweather, all these lads. He only went three rounds, so like it's not like he's fucking battered. Oh no, I agree with that. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I, I, I think Mayweather's going to be like overly control of this. That uh, 
Well, you should, you should definitely give him a yeah. like, I mean, Well, I, I'd love to see that. Like, uh, McGregor must have enough say to get him Get Katie Taylor on the card as well. Yeah. Although I think she's fighting soon enough. She's always going on the anti-Joshua cards. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Me and you should go in and have a straightener there. <laughs> right, so... <laughs> um, we're going to move on. Big news. There is some... Big news. There is some big news. Okay, myself and Ross, the the the, the most devious duo, duo, the most devious that rhymed, yeah, the most the devious de- duo in, in MMA in Ireland. No, the most devious duo in Dublin. Yeah, there you go. You heard it here first. The most devious duo in Dublin have been given credentials. Yeah. You heard it, credentials. Yeah. Do you to go to- watch Bama in the three arena. Yeah. So must- we're basically being sent. To buy Bama to the three arena to do some coverage over the event. So I suppose we might as well ask you to send us a message if you have any particular footage you'd like us to see or yeah. like any sort of content you want us to put out from Bama. Yeah, basically, could you even call it working? Yeah, I suppose we're well, we're we're working doing energized at Bama. Yeah. So basically, myself and Ross are going to be getting uh, media tickets to go to the event. Uh, Suss it out and then uh, get a few interviews after. Yeah. If there's anyone in particular you want us to interview, let us know. If you're actually going, let us know. So uh, you can buy us a few drinks or something. But is there anyone you're actually excited to see, Ross? Because uh, Bama 30, right? Some decent names, some former UFC fighters, and uh, there's, uh, there's a few people in particular that are actually getting a lot of hype. And uh, it's not very often we actually go to the Irish ones. Usually we go to uh, the actual UFC events. We've been to Berlin, as we said. We've been to Dublin twice. Yeah. Um, is there anyone in particular you're looking to see? Um, yeah, there's a few few names that sort of spring to mind when I think of this Bama 30 card. Spring? Yeah. Um, Kiefer Crosby, uh, fighting out of SPG. He's like got a lot of hype behind him. And he's like part of the McGregor posse, basically. He, he's one of the main people to get this hype. Yeah, as I've seen through all the promotion, like he's getting the biggest shout out. Uh, Richie Smullins fighting Reese McKee, and those who are both really hyped up. Uh, Reese McKee recently lost to Tom the Fire Kid, Dusa Qua. I Skeletor. hope I didn't really uh, ruin his name, yeah. but Reese McKee is quite large, he's six foot one, and Reese Smullins he's a good bit shorter, but he's an absolutely relentless grappler, and also. I used to work with his girlfriend, so I'm I'm actually gonna go for Richie in that one. But <laughs> Joe, you know I actually I actually thought Reese McKee had like serious potential, like James mm-hmm. Gallagher potential, and then uh, he, when he, he when he lost the belt in the last fight. Yeah. Now bear in mind, your man went to the UFC now, but um, I thought he had a lot of potential. But like, who knows? He still does. He's, he's still young. I think he's still only about twenty one. So uh, it, it, in fairness, two really hot prospects, I and mean, that's a title eliminator as well. The winner of that one fight for for the lightweight title. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Uh. Then there's Redzer, Paul Redman, uh, former UFC contender, absolute leg lock specialist. So I'll be interested to see can Redzer get back in winning ways. And then for the bantamweight title, Alan Philpott's fighting Shea Walsh. Um, Alan Philpott has eight submission wins and eight submission losses. So who knows what we're going to see out of him? Something on the ground potentially. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, look, Alan, Alan Philpott's he's very much a game plan based fighter. He, he he tries to fight um more so against his opponent's weaknesses and Shea Walsh is a stand up artist and he comes forward and he throws heavy hands so it should be interesting to see the two guys throw down and yeah I'm really looking forward to it um I think we're both sort of going in with an open mind see what happens yeah. And yeah if you like we said if you have any ideas for content that you want us to provide at the fights 
Feel free to ask us. Yeah, the thing is, also, if this goes well, who knows what more we could be invited yeah. to because, um, the, like, the main reason why we don't overly follow all the regional, what would you call them, productions, yeah. is because the production isn't, like, in our face. Yeah. And, like, any star will get plucked. Yeah. So, I don't know, that's not really their fault, that's not our fault, it's just uh, the way it's done. But, um, we're going in, we're going to go see how it goes, and, um, look forward to it anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I was watching the last one that was getting streamed online on Facebook, so, uh, you'll definitely be able to see it online on Facebook anyway. Um, <clears throat> that should be cool crack anyway. Yeah, no, I, I think we'll enjoy it. Yeah. Are we allowed to have a few drinks there or what? I don't, we'll see what happens. Bring a nagging in. <laughs> well, anyhow... Also, on Friday night, the Tough Enough finale is on. Uh, if you haven't been watching the, uh, the Ultimate Fighter, it's been TJ Dillashaw against Cody Garbrandt. And it's been a landslide for TJ Dillashaw. Yeah, Dillashaw has just uh, cleaned up. He had all the same volume. Which mean, this season was actually has the least amount of views of any other season. You know? I'm yeah. not surprised, in fairness. Do you think it's because guys are sort of smaller? or like I mean, in fairness, they're pushing Cody Garbrandt as if he's Conor McGregor. Um. To be honest, I think people are just done with the Ultimate Fighter and like the redemption is just like the none redemption. of these none of these guys like you're you're trying to sell us sixteen fellas who aren't at the UFC level, otherwise they'd be in the UFC. Yeah. Like you're you're actually it's might as well be called UFC the rejection series. You oh, know what I mean? Although there is one person who was actually in the UFC. Yeah. In fairness, the two best lads are gonna be left. Uh, Diego Lima's in the final we just saw his brother Douglas Lima beat uh, Lorenz Larkin in, for the Bellator welterweight title in New yep. York and then I'm like 95% convinced it's going to be James Krause in the final even though I haven't seen it and he actually is signed to the UFC it's going to be those two thrown down can't believe the winner of that's going to get 250 grand but look I suppose they're getting 250 grand for what four fights as opposed to one fight yeah well, it's good money. I mean, like yeah, in fairness, it just shows that UFC actually have the potential to pay like these lesser guys a lot more money. But yeah. look, um, the card, but overall, the card's a good card. Yeah, no, in fairness, they're after they're after doing a good uh, card, and, and I also like the fact that there is uh, a Friday night card and a Saturday night card. That's, That's the thing that hasn't happened in a while. Yeah, if I didn't mention that, the tough enough finale is because it's fight week, isn't it? Yeah, international fight oh, week. Oh, it is actually. Yeah. Yeah. So the what's what's going on on the Friday night is the Ultimate Fighter finale. And then on the Saturday night, it's UFC 213. But uh, we're just going to go through the card. On yeah, the, the relevant fights. Yeah, the relevant fights. We've obviously thrown out uh, a few of them. Uh, we're going to start off with Brad Tavares fighting Elias Teodoro. If you don't know a person with great hair, it is Elias Teodoro. But, uh, Very fo- came from... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very. 14-4 uh, versus 14-1. Uh, Teodoro, I would back for this because... Uh, Oh no, he's just a vicious. Also, he's a great guy. He was yeah. on the big brand breakdown. He just seems yeah. like a cool. He dude. has really good kicks, and I think he's just better on the feet. He has this like in out fight style, and he's really handsome. Yeah, Tavares. <laughs> Tavares is sort of hot and cold as well, wasn't he? Yeah, Tavares. Like he looks, he looks great against lesser competition. Yeah. Like, he looks really, really good against lesser competition. But like he went in there against Robert Whitaker, and Robert Whitaker got him out of there in thirty seconds. Thing, so yeah. like, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, also, there's a. Uh, there's a, you wouldn't really call them big dogs, would you? Uh, well, two heavyweight. heavyweights. Yeah, Jared two, two heavy hitters. Heavy two heavy hitters. hitters. Jared Cannonier versus Steve Bose. Uh, Roscoe, tell us about Steve Bose. Steve Bose used to be an NFL enforcer, as they called him. He used to basically like be the fella, the, the or sorry, NHL, NHL enforcer, or whatever it was. He played ice hockey, and he used to be the fella who came off the bench to fight. Joe, that makes sense because when I was seeing him moving on his feet, he was actually yeah. quite uh, agile. Yeah, he basically he 
is a brawler. And when it comes down to it, I think Cannoneer has more power to put him away. Did we not back Cannoneer in the last fight and then he actually got murked? Oh, he fought, he fought, no, he fought um, Grover Chair and Grover Chair like held him on the ground for about 15 minutes. Yeah, but, yeah but we thought Cannoneer would win that. Yeah. It was okay. probably me being like, Teixeira is brown bread. I, I think when you put Teixeira against the top five, he look, he doesn't look right like against um, Gustafsson, but like if you put him against a lesser competition, he's more skilled, he so is, he actually yeah. does win. Yeah. Uh, on this fight, there's two like not so skilled fellas. I'm going to say Cannoneer again. I think he's going to knock him out <clears throat> maybe in the second round. Yeah. These, this is going to be a swing for the fences one anyway. No, it is. Yeah. Uh, well, I go with Cannoneer as well, to be honest. Like, um, he be our good friend. What's his name again? Your man who went... Oh, Ryder Leon Katibla. Yeah, Katibla. Yeah, he actually yeah. beat him. Like, yeah. Scary dude. Uh, okay, this one should be a good fight. Mark Diakisi versus Drekker Close. Uh, Diakisi's English. Um, he's you, you can't miss him. He wears he's red like, shorts. He's black. He has a mohawk that is a luminous yellow. But uh, this guy can dance. Yeah, he does a load of like crazy spin kicks. And look, for someone who's like very young in his UFC career, he looks extraordinarily at home yeah. in the octagon, doesn't he? Twelve and zero, yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm gonna say Diakessi's gonna get this fella out of here. Yeah. He's gonna win by knockout. Uh, I think Close is undefeated as well. But at the end of the day, I think Diakessi's a superstar in the making. Yeah. I think he should get a proper push. Yeah, yeah. Also, you speak English as well. Perfect. Mm. Uh, we said Lima versus James Krause. That, that's the potential. Yeah, no, it could be just Taylor, but I highly doubt it. Yeah. Uh, but we'll move on to the main event of the evening. Uh, Michael Johnson's fighting Justin Gaethje. Um, this is actually going to be a very tricky one, I think, for potentially both fighters. Uh, Eighteen and eleven for Michael Johnson, and seventeen and zero for Justin Gaethje, who has fourteen. Knockout victories and has come from the WSOF. Yeah, he was their champion. Um, in my opinion, I like the way it's five rounds. To me, this is going to go one or two ways. Michael Johnson's going to stick a move. He's going to out, outpoint him because Michael Johnson is ridiculously fast. Yeah, we saw him against Khabib and he gave Khabib all sorts of problems for the first two minutes until the Khabib feet. got got hold of him. We saw him against Poirier. He knocked Poirier out. Justin Gaethje is. Absolute caveman when it comes to fighting. He's just like, we're both going in there and one of us getting knocked out. I like that style, you know that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. He makes for a such exciting fight. Yeah. If I if I have to pick, I think I'm going to go Gaethje at this stage. I feel like Johnson's Johnson's lost by um, knockout before, so therefore I feel like I'm going to go for Gaethje because he has so many knockouts on his record. Also, he's pretty fearless as well. Yeah, do you think they've sold the fight well? Not particularly. I think. I don't think Gagey knows how to promote himself. If that makes sense, I think he, he actually says what he feels. But I don't think he. His fighting style more sells him than he does. Maybe it's because it's first time in the UFC, and then yeah. all of a sudden he was on stage, and yeah, they probably don't want to also put someone from another organization as like the best in the world. Yeah, true. Yeah, but like that'd be a great that'd be a great first yeah. win from. Like yeah. I mean, Johnson's a real like you could say quote unquote gatekeeper. Yeah, it's great, great turn all together, isn't it? There's some up and coming people there. Teodoro. In fairness, for like. Diakisi. An ultimate fighter for Ali, it's great. You also have likes of like Grey Maynard fighting on the card and Tisha Torres fighting on the card. So, like, it's definitely a card well worth watching. Yeah. In fairness, like, in relation to like Kevin Lee and Mugiesa, why not? Yeah, but how many. Yeah, 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 I was actually about to ask yeah. you. What What did you think was a better. Is a better. Like, what would you what were you looking forward to seeing more? Casey oh, oh, and Lee or Gaethje and Johnson? In fairness, I think. Those two fights, completely even. The rest of the card, 
definitely the ultimate fire flanny. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How come that was tough? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny around the same yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was in first, in first, they're very like they're sort of all four of them are like the same between six and ten, yeah, yeah, top yeah. ten light heavyweights or lightweights. Sorry, lightweights. <laughs> That's very you, man. Spend too much time to you get the weight oh, class man. from. I am. What do you mean? I always get them right. Uh, okay, Saturday night. If you're gonna chill out and watch that, you'll see two thirteen. Yeah, who's doing the cooking this time? Um, we get Judy to do the cooking. All right. UC two thirteen. Um, what before we go into the card and break everything down? I've been looking forward to this one, man. To be, to be honest, some, um, some there was there's one fight in particular I'm really looking forward to seeing. There was yes and no. I, I was looking forward to it, and then like I felt like there was a lot of. I feel like this is like the B version of the card we were promised. Yeah. Because originally we were promised. Uh, well, originally it was like hung out in front of us. We were getting Bisping GSP on this card. That was turned away. Then it was Gar Garbrandt versus TJ Dillashaw. And I was like, yes. Yeah. And then it was taken away. And then I was like, oh, Cowboy versus Lawler is on this card. Yeah. And then it was taken away. Yeah. So, like, I feel like this is the B version. But the B version is still pretty fucking awesome. Awesome. Yeah. If It is. Like, yeah, like this is, this is UFC matchmaking at its finest. Yeah. I think, I think I'm happy the way they put it in a battle of the big dogs now. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, that's always, like, a, like, that's worth the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're spending money on a, on a like, a... A flyweight. You know what I mean? No yeah. wonder it makes no money. It actually makes, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, sense, actually. Yeah, yeah. Very sense. Right, Barry. Talk <laughs> through the card. Who, who's on this UFC 13? This what? elusive card. Wait, do you not know? You're meant to be a home studio, man. I'm not telling you my notes. <laughs> okay, so... The, the the fight that's kicking off into the main card is Travis Brown, who's actually going out with Ronda Rousey, if you do not know. Engaged. Engaged Ronda Rousey. Jesus. Yeah. Punching, literally. Versus Alexi... Olienic, right? Excellent pronunciation. Let me just tell you one thing. Travis Brown, 18-6-1, coming off a loss against uh, the Black Beast. Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. And Alexi Olenek, right? 51-10-1. Like, I mean, that's a fucking phone number, man, if you ask me that record. <laughs> <laughs> Olenek fought, I think it was Victor Pesta in his last fight. Now, could be wrong, but I remember watching this fight and just being like... <laughs> Victor Pesta was at, was burying him on the ground, wasn't he? He was like yeah. relentlessly punching him on the ground. And the next thing you know, Victor Pesta just tapped out. He got him in an Ezekiel choke. So basically, Victor Pesta was in full mount, sitting on top of him. And your man grabbed his head and choked him out from the bottom. Yeah, it, It's one of the most scary chokes I've ever seen. But then, after the fight, I found out, Alenik, or whatever way you yeah, say his yeah, name, yeah. has, I think... 10 or 11 wins by Ezekiel Choke. So your man should have known what, what he was getting himself in for when he was getting on top of him. Yeah. He was almost like letting him down. He was almost like paying possum. Oh, sloppy. Yeah. He's like, you're um, not going to get me. Look, if Travis Brown loses this fight, oh Barry, what God. is he? What is he? He's getting... He's getting... Uh, he's got the belly. He's got the belly chore. <laughs> yeah, he's getting... What, what's, what happens when, you get, when you're not engaged anymore? Unengaged. Yeah. Disengaged. Don't know, he's getting chopped around the rails. Yeah, she's giving him the boot. Like, yeah, uh, look, Travis Brown, this is like, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a more must win fight to keep her career relevant than do, this fight for Travis Brown. Uh, do you think Ron Rousey will be at the, at the event? Because, like, Amanda Nunes is on this as well. Oh, I'm actually, not sure. actually, that's a good point. I actually haven't a clue. I assume she will. Yeah. Um, But the more you look at it, like, Travis Brown. Has he, he's moved camp again, yeah? Yeah, I think so. But doesn't he have all the tools to get it done? <laughs> yeah. I actually think Travis Brown was actually training with Josh Barnett for this camp. Yeah, he was oh, on the Joe Rogan that. experience and he, yeah. they were talking about it. he was training with him, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I hear, look, like, if you, 
Brownie, if you don't win this, like he's going to change his name to Travis Rousey. Uh, and then start winning by Armbar. <laughs> no, getting getting battered by Holly Holm. Uh, no, here he has to win this or else like here, come on. I think he's gonna knock him out in the first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was actually like he was beating um, the Black Beast. Yeah. Until like he, he totally lost. Fair, and after seeing your man Victor Pesa, like he like very bashed your man. Uh, I think Travis Brown's gonna be able to knock this fellow out. Yeah. Uh, okay. The next kicking off the main card, Anthony Pettis Showtime is fighting Jim Miller. Um, Ross, I don't really know what to make of Anthony Pettis anymore. I think he's like lost that lost the lost the the flame within. No. Yes, oh, I don't think so. Yes, man, not yes. anymore. No, yes. no, no. I think this going to be Anthony Pettis' comeback fight. Look, I he, think he went on the box of Wheaties and he was never the same. Like. No, I think Anthony Pettis is going to come back stronger than ever in this fight. I think Sergio Pettis is doing very well at the moment. I think Anthony Pettis this is the perfect fight for him. He's going to fight J, J, uh, Jim Miller. He like is definitely has more tails on the feet. Uh, he has enough jujitsu and wrestling skills to keep Jim Miller away from. I think he just needs a win under his belt to get the confidence back and he hasn't got it. Yeah, so I, I think, yeah, Anthony Pettis back at lightweight where he was formerly champion. Do I think he has the potential to go on and win the lightweight belt? No. Probably not. But can he get back himself back in the contendership? Yeah, he can. He's he's not even 30 yet, so there's plenty of time for him to get back together. And look, he, all right, he lost to Max Holloway, but like, yeah, he, he's not getting knocked out. I know, like he lost well, Max Holloway. Max Holloway beat Jose Aldo, like. Yeah, but he's not getting. Yeah, but he's not like getting actually knocked out. Yeah, but it was TKO the last one. Yeah, but as in like, yeah, but he sort of like took a few shots. Yeah, but he went down. No, as in like, he, like yeah, but his, his his head's not been knocked off. Is what I'm saying. Oh, as in like yeah. his chin's yeah. not gone. Yeah. So like he's still in. He's still in there with a shout. Yeah. He's marketer's dream, really. Yeah. yeah he's also. got all the looks and yeah. the skills yeah. to do it. And the, I think Dana White was like, when like Anthony Pettis won the belt, he was like jizzing himself as often, like this is the fella, this is it. He was like he was he was even like he's like this guy's going better than Anthony or Anderson Silva, and then next thing you know, lost yeah, but like he had all the the, the highlight reels yeah. stuff like uh, like Jim Miller sort of he's sort of like Joe Lozon he's been yeah. like around too long or, yeah yeah he's well, he's very like Joe Lozon he yeah. does all the basics extraordinarily well yeah and then yeah it should it should, if it should be a toy fight poor prediction on a break. <sighs> Do you know what I think. I think Miller is going to win this, do you know that? What, um, oh, decision? Could be decision, yeah. No, I think Anthony Pettis is going to win the decision. Yeah. Alright. Well, I, really, I really felt like there was a like, sentence left for me to say after. Yeah, so do I, so do I, but I'm just sort of like, either way, it doesn't really bother me, you know that, like, you yeah. because they neither are going anywhere. Uh, moving on, Fabrizio for Doom is fighting Alistair Dareem Overeem. Battle of the Big Dogs. Both... I, I'm not too sure if they've actually come to life again since they're both knocked out by Stipe Miocic. But um, what is going on in the heavyweight division and what do you expect from this man? It's sort of weird because like, they both lost so devastatingly to Stipe Miocic. Except <laughs> like, Verdum's ranked 1, Overeem's ranked 3. They both want to get back at Stipe. I think if Verdum wins, he has a better chance at getting back to Stipe because he was sort of charged on Stipe and got knocked out as opposed to Overeem was running away from Stipe Literally. and got knocked out. Also, like, Overeem was like, I think he tapped out. And, like, <laughs> tap out. Um, Absolute so, lies. Yeah. Um, yeah, who, but who, I actually think Doreen's going to win this fight. I think he's better on the feet, and I think he's crafty enough not to get caught in a submission on the ground. So, if I have to pick someone, I think I'm going to pick Alistair Overeem. And you know what? I wouldn't even be shocked to see Alistair Overeem get um, Fabrizio Verdum in one of those guillotines. 
uh, like a desperation shot from Verdum to get it down to the ground. And Overeem's guillotine is absolutely nasty. What's your take on it? I feel like I can see Verdum if he wins, he'd call out Miocic to fight in Cleveland. But if Dream wins, I can't see him calling out Miocic at all. You know what I mean? Oh, Overeem's already said he's going to call out Miocic if he wins. Yeah, but like, is he not still like sort of KO'd or something now? <laughs> <laughs> still locked out. Look, I think the UFC heavyweight division, they're waiting for Ngannou to fight the Santos, yeah, yeah, aren't yeah. they? And they want that Ngannou was to win. Yeah, yeah they want Ngannou to win and then like call out Miocic or like have his interpreter call out Miocic, whichever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, look, I'm going to go Alistair Overeem. I think he is going to win the decision. I think I think I'm going to go for for Doom, you know, even though like I like the Reem, but like, I'm always thinking he wins. I don't know. I think he might just jump on him and. Well, that's right, that's do the Travis Brown running kick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think for Doom is like that was the loosest thing I've ever seen anyone yeah. doing a fight. I think I think for Doom is gonna is gonna get this just based on that. I think their Overeem is just sort of like a bit past it. Uh... And I think for Doom is going to try and be more like uh, Damien Maya. Like, look how well it's working for Damien Maya. Yeah, true. We could be the heavyweight version because he has the skills to do it. But no, I think I think Overeem's too good. No, I think you're wrong. Thanks. <laughs> no, it's a draw. Uh, what happens if it's a draw? Oh, they won't do it again. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know. Right, we'll move on. Thanks, thanks for ruining with that question. <laughs> no, there's never a drop. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, Yo Romero versus Robert Whitaker. This is a fight I'm 100% looking forward to. This has to be the fight of the night. Um, Yo Romero, 12 and 1 against Robert Whitaker, 19 and 4. Uh, this is also for the interim middleweight. I was going to say Middleweight title. Uh, both undefeated in the UFC. No, both undefeated at middleweight. Both undefeated at middleweight, excuse me. Um, Ross, just give me your opinion on this man, because you know how much everyone loves it. Right. These are these are th- these are two fighters, right? Yeah. Robert Whitaker, uh, since he's ever moved up to middleweight, he has finished over um, Brad Tavares. Um, he's beaten. I think his his win. I think he has that one loss on Lois Theodore's record. And, like, his fight against Jacare Souza, yeah. I was so convinced. I was so high on Jacare and so convinced. But he made him look so old and so slow. Yeah. And Jacare even got him to the ground. And he just got straight back up. Robert Whitaker is the real deal. I think he's probably the best middleweight in the UFC right now. Not only that, but he's also much younger. He's faster. He's explosive. He seems to be got the to- total package. As in, like, his stand-up is very good. His wrestling defense is decent enough, and he, obviously his jiu-jitsu is good if he got it back up after Jack Ray took him down. Yeah, but Yon Romero has the death touch. That's the thing. Yeah. He's one of these people. He never really is winning the fight until the fight's That's over. The thing, yeah, yeah. That's he, the thing, he has this. He's he's forty years old. He's an Olympic silver medalist in wrestling. In I I think it's from like the two thousand two Sydney Olympics, and the fella what fourteen years ago, the fella has the best body I've ever seen for a forty year old. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to describe him because he just absolutely wings a punch at you or like a flying knee and yeah. knocks people out. Like that Chris Wyman knockout was one of the most vicious things I've ever seen. Yeah. John, if I was to, if I was to pick what way this to go, I could see Whitaker actually controlling then all of a sudden Romero finishing it. That's that's like I could, I could actually hundred percent agree with you. I yeah. could see it and like uh, and then Michael Bisming like shit in his pants watching it. Yeah. Oh uh, put it this way, whoever wins this fight, 
I'm back into being Michael Bisping. Who do you think the UFC wants to win it? Um, Probably Whitaker now after he beat Jack Ray, yeah? Maybe so. Because of the, the whole like Australia-New Zealand thing. Yeah, um, um, Bisping and Whitaker were supposed to fight previously on the Holly Home Ron Rousey card. You see, UFC 193. See, the thing is, like, I would have liked to see Romero fight Bisping. Yeah, that's the thing. I actually yeah. would have rather seen Bisping fight Romero. Yeah. I, I just want to see if Bisping could, like, avoid getting the head kicked off yeah. for five, five rounds. Yeah, but I also think Bisping thinks he's so much bigger. So, like, put it this way, right? If Whitaker beats Romero, all you can see Bisping holding out till the cows come home for GSP. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, the, like, Bisping's obviously like, oh, I'm a bigger name than Whitaker. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but like if if Romero wins, there's no running away. Yeah, he's gonna have to fight him. Isn't yeah, he? Bisping is probably hoping for Whitaker to win. Yeah, like I know, who wouldn't? Do you th- hold on, like if you were to fight one of them. Here's the real question: Is Romero gonna do any cheating in this fight? Hopefully, <laughs> I, I I'm not even gonna lie. He's a Every, every, Everyone's like everyone's like, oh, he's such a scumbag. I hate him so much. He's cheer. There's something about that I find endearing. There's something that like I lo- I'm like I'm, I'm waiting to see what is next. Sort of cheat yeah, is gonna be yeah, like yeah, yeah. sits on the stool too long, doesn't, like doesn't get back up. Uh, putting the yeah, ice all yeah, over. Yeah, putting the ice all over. I'm just like waiting to see whatever delay tactic he's got next. Like yeah. oh, he, he doesn't look like he's far off from like kick kicking uh, Whitaker in the bollocks. Just to be like, oh, they're five minute breather for me. Yeah, or doing what uh, Durandamy did to Holly Holm. Yeah, he, look, I'm actually really excited for it. Like you said, X and UFC matchmaking. Oh, you can see a good go, bone go. Going both ways, which I love. Same with the uh, Verdum over in fight, and like even the same with the uh, Pettis and Miller fight. Like it's not really a great betting card if you're having a bet on someone because yeah. it can easily go either way. Yeah, but to put the names on show. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Moving on to the main event of the evening: Amanda the Lioness Nunes versus Valentina Bulatshevchenko. Barry, what are you thinking here? What am I thinking? Okay, Manda Nunes has actually previously beaten uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Um, they were having to actually go back and forth there at the summer press tour. Yeah. Um, although, like, Nunes was so like, I beat you already, I beat you. Like, she was, like, so confused. But, like, Shevchenko's, like, she she almost trains the way, like, the old school fader does. Like, in, like, she's like the back arse of she, Russia. She reminds me of some sort of, like, Eastern European serial killer hit woman. Do you know what, right? It would be so funny, right? If Shevchenko won, like, the UFC would have to, like, get her and, like, just totally change her appearance and, like, make her a bit of a Ronda Rousey or something because yeah. she's so, like, she just doesn't... She ha- I think she had... Like, it's sort of like, don't you know, your one ugly Betty, don't you? The whole thing was, like, she was, like, a geek and then turned into a princess or whatever, like, Sort of thing. Oh, I don't actually think that show was about that, but yeah. Was not. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, well uh, maybe it was in the end there, boy. Just sort of like beauty, sort of like a Beauty and the Beast sort of thing. Yeah. Just like she, I think she has has the potential to, to be uh, very good looking. Yeah, yeah. She's also like a murderer as well. Like she, she has the potential to be very good looking, but like if she won, they could like promote her more. Although I'm not surprised, man. I'm, I'm actually, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Very surprised. Amanda Nunes hasn't been promoted at all. Really. I think. I think what happened was when Amanda Nunes beat Ronda Rousey. She was supposed to go on some mad press tour, but then Amanda Nunes wanted some time off. Like, realistically, I think when you win that strap, instead of being like, oh, I'm going to spend time to take off my family, that's when you have to work harder than ever. I think, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Like, to be like, that's this when they start making the money. Yeah, what's the, when the something's hot? 
yeah, strike with the iron's hot. Yeah, the iron's hot. Um, yeah. Look, let's break down the fight as as it goes, right? Five rounds, anyway. Five rounds. Who's that suit? Cardio-wise, judging from history, it suits uh, Valentina Shushenko. She went five rounds against Holly Holm, and look, she looked great for it. Manda Nunes, I don't think she's gone past three rounds. When she fought Misha Tate, she got rid of her straight away. She fought Ronda Rousey, she got rid of her straight away. There are two title fights. I don't think she's been in the main event besides that. So Good TV. Yeah. Vantage, um, Shevchenko. On the feet, you know, striking prowess, uh, movement, speed, agility, all goes Shevchenko. Power, though, I think goes to Nunes. Definitely, yeah. Um, grappling skills, I would have previously thought Amanda Nunes was the better grappler. I think she's better on top, but... She's bigger. Uh, um, Shevchenko's ground game looks fairly good. Like, she tapped out Juliana Pena. So, that was extremely impressive. So, like, when it comes down to it, it's a really split and column fight. Because when they fought last time, Nunes won the first two rounds. But the most decisive round was the third round, and Shevchenko won that. Who'd you say for cardio? Shevchenko. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, look, when it comes down to it, oh. I think... Let's go... Cause if, okay, I'm sorry, I'm not, I don't even mean, mean to interrupt you. I don't even think you know bad. what you're going to say. Is uh, that, yeah. I think if well, it goes five rounds, Valentina's going to win, you know that? Yeah. Okay, just from cardio... Um, I don't know, for some reason, Nunes comes across as if she, like, she could actually move up a division. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think if Nunes is going to win, she's going to have to lock her out in the first or second round. Yeah. If it goes five rounds, I think Shevchenko can gas her. Yeah. Um, Nunes has been better. Although, who would win between Shevchenko and Ronda Rousey? Shevchenko, well, at this stage, Shevchenko. Shevchenko would have beaten that Ronda Rousey that... Nunes beat. Oh no, Shevchenko beat Holly Holm as well, and she beat Juliana Penny. Like she's no slouch. I oh, know she's not. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's just something about her when she was like, "Stop the talking, you will see." Yeah, and I'm just yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! I think, or like, I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like she's gonna be like, you're gonna wake up in the middle of the night and she's gonna be there with the gun at the at the end of your bed and just like shoot dead and then like laugh about it. Um, the bullet. Oh, I think I'm just gonna pick Shevchenko. But my thoughts could change completely. <laughs> you know what? I hate picking fights before to see the weigh-ins. I always like to see them weigh-in and yeah. like see who's like struggle with the weight and see who hasn't. Something like Johnny Hendricks. You just like if he if he makes weight, you're like oh, he's oh, a mess. Yeah, but if he makes weight, you're like oh he could be dangerous. But when he doesn't make weight, you're like right, he's definitely losing. You know what I found out? His like don't you own the chain of restaurants or not? I, I think he just on one rib place. Yeah, but supposedly like, like yeah, close down. down. Yeah, yeah. He's just a mess, that fella. Yeah, is he is he not real holy and stuff like? Would he not? I, I don't know what he is. He's, know, real, he's real fat. That's what he is. I know. I think he's depressed at the moment. But anyhow, moving on. Uh, man, the new it is. <laughs> I'm oh, 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 picking Shevchenko. I think he's walking away with the strap. What do you think? Chevy. You see, like I just as much as like I like her to win, right? I do like a new as well, but I just can't picture Shevchenko taking that belt and going up to the back arse of fucking Russia. You know what I mean? Like I just and like she really changed like. She reminds me of like he was the Rocky fella. Oh, Draco. Yeah, that's who she reminds me of, the female yeah, yeah, version of him. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. She's like, I will take your soul. It's like, oh, bollocks. Yeah. Whereas Nunes isn't really. Nunes sort of like lets on. She's just like hot line bling, sort of like buzzer and with, yeah. the, with the line head. Yeah. But like she really isn't at all. Like, I don't really get either of them. I, I don't like the way this is the main event, you know that? Yeah. I'd rather see Whitaker versus Ferrero. They both they both lack personality. Valentina's like she's sort of like uh, like uh, almost a fade. This is what I mean when we were giving Dillashaw a car brand, I was like yes. I was like <laughs> foaming at the mouth for the fight. I was like I was like these two are finally going to get on. Like and then let's get it on. And then you're left with Valentina <laughs> versus Shevchenko and like 
it's like an argument that broke in English. And like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, because you don't even understand what the other one's saying. Neither of you are getting a push. You see yeah. us, we're like, ah, oh, here, get this over with, lads. Yeah, they're like, they're like, UFC 214's coming around the corner. Yeah. This, this UFC 13 barely got a push, really, yeah. did it? Yeah, I think once I lost the Garbrandt did a shot. If I had Garbrandt did a shot, I think it would have got a massive push. But once they're, I lost that fight. They're pushing Romero more, you know, to buy all the pictures. I yeah. always look at what pictures they're posting more into Romero. Yeah, but in fairness, he's like very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, no, but like, that's not even... Oh, it is for a belt. Mm. Yeah. Oh. You see, is that us being sexist? Do you know what I mean? But realistically, like... Yeah, but I always think, like, like that's like... I know it's the interim title fight, but... Uh, you know what they're probably... The UFC's probably going... Oh, Man Nunez, she headlined UFC 200 and she headlined UFC 207 against Ramsey. So yeah, therefore, she's headlined like, the biggest cards, yeah. Yeah, so therefore, like... The biggest cards, yeah. The, like, this is the equip. This is the UFC 200 of this year. You know, as in, like, this July card. Yeah. So... At the end of the day, back saying that again, first time that was like, yeah, 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 so, yeah. um, yeah, you're not rubbing your nose as much either. I think I'm gonna pick, no, I'm changing my mind. I think, I think Man is gonna win. This, this is the good thing about the fight. There's both so class that, like, either one could pick a victory. All right, here, you make, make a prediction now, then I can make one. I think, realistically, that. Nunez has improved since the last fought and she won last time so therefore she'll probably win I think that's, that's the most logical oh, I think that's a very good shout right I'm just going to show Shevchenko just how we're going against each other for, for the crack fuck's sake man you never agree with me Um <laughs> I, I, overall 213 yeah I think the only other MMA news that UFC 214 has got more stacked they got Woody versus Moya now and Cowboy versus Cerami there so they have three title fights Cyber versus Avenger which also been changed because he used to be sort of work for Samson Jones DC, and now you have Cowboy versus um, Lauder. So that like fight, your four, that, that, like that main mouth water. That 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 four main cards, like four fights in the main card for the pay per view, is like worth all the money. It is worth it. Yeah, take all my money. Um, it is very much worth it. All right, is that is that all the news on the MMA front? That was a lot of MMA. Yeah. If you're still tuning in, thank you for tuning in. Um, very you. Uh, we're just going to move on to a bit of football obviously over the last couple of days Germany I've just cleaned up across the, the world you could have said it, literally yeah. Germany won the Confederations Cup and they won the European Championship the Under-21 Championship uh, European Under-21 Championship as well um, what's the story with the Germans man they're, uh, Here, hold on did they not win that Confederations Cup with like their fourth so- choice side like it, yeah there, it, there wasn't many uh, household like, names between like the Under-21s having players out there like um, Max Moyer and do, yeah, but do you know Voicer and stuff like that they all look so great and then like there was no like Tony Cruz there was no Thomas Muller yeah um, who else wasn't missing there was no like Andrea Sherla like all, all like a lot of like players who would walk into any other international side like weren't even around no Marco Royce I'm trying to think of who else from the mainstay wasn't there no Jerome Botting Schweinsteiger. I, <laughs> I don't think Hummels paid. No, no, no. Barely anyone went, to be honest. But uh, I think it's because a lot of these players actually get their games in the Bundesliga yeah. division. And, like, how entertaining is that league anyway? Yeah, they all play together, don't they? Yeah, they're all brought up together. So many teams to go around. So many teams to play so many matches, so therefore you need more players. Yeah. It's really working out quite well from them, isn't it? Like, and the team that actually went and played the Confederations Cup was also a very young team. Yeah. As well as the team that won the under-21s, so, like... Oh, what's the name of that striker? Timo Werner, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. He he was good. Kimmich was great. Played Bayern Munich. 
Look, there's such a talented nation of football. They're definitely the most talented nation of football in the world. As in, like... Yeah, they, these they days. Can, yeah, yeah, but, like, it's just, like, a revolving talent door. Yeah, as a team, definitely. Yeah. Uh, player for player. So, well, so it depends really what you like. Some people would like more of a, a dynamic midfielder or some people yeah. like a goal-scoring striker, but they seem to sort of have uh, the perfect... Connection to from the backs to middle to the forwards. Yeah, no, it's it's just like such a even talent pool yeah. across all positions. There, they don't seem they don't seem like they seem very into the whole team ethic though as yeah. well. They they don't be really like oh it's all about me. Yeah, absolute fact. If you actually think about it, they don't really have like a standalone standout star, and that probably like really helps them. Like their probably biggest star on their team is like Manuel Neuer, and like he doesn't even didn't even play the Confederations Cup. Yeah. Like, there's another player who didn't play the Confederations Cup. What do you think it is? It's probably just whatever teamwork mentality they were brought up playing with. That I think I think it's almost like they ha- they all have their jobs to do when they do them, and like yeah. Yeah, it's it's all about the team winning as opposed to like as much as I love Ronaldo and think he's fantastic. Like he definitely wants to be the one who scores the winning goal. Yeah, as no, opposed yeah. to like the Germans don't care who scores the winning goals. Like just as long as yeah, there's a winning goal. Do you think maybe because like. Ronaldo's always in competition with Messi, so therefore he's like, oh, I'm one behind now, one behind, whereas, like, everyone else is so far off that it doesn't yeah. really matter if they square. Probably so. Or he could just be greedy. Ah, uh, who knows. At the end of the day, Germany are dominating football at the moment. Fair play to them. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen with the World Cup coming up. We'll see. I, I assume they'll be in the least semi-finals anyway. Yeah, as always. Yeah. Um. Also, the... The transfer window is finally open for the Premier League. Um, there's been a couple of like random transfers, like for instance, John Terry going to Aston Villa, like uh, lock up your wives, lock up the lock, lock up the wives, yeah. Um, supposedly Ryan Giggs' brother is meant to be going there as well. You know that? Lame. <laughs> 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 I can't believe R- Ryan Giggs' brother's wife got famous for doing the dirt on her husband with Ryan Giggs, and then actually went on to Celebrity Big Brother. Like, what has the world come to? Interesting story. Although, Ryan Giggs got away with it. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah. Like, no, like, no, one, no, one, no one, like, hates Ryan Giggs. Yeah, but doing that to your brother. I know, yeah. Uh, oh, no. Maybe. You know. about you, you, yeah, you'd be no, like, no, no bother. Uh, no, I was like, maybe you knew. Like, who knows? You don't really know. No, no, I don't think... Uh, no, I don't think he... Uh, no, because I watched something recently. He didn't actually really know. Oh. Also, like, R- R- Ryan Giggs got her pregnant and then here, she had to get an abortion here, and hold on hold on this is not Ryan Giggs Slayton session here yeah but hold on also right so he got her pregnant and then she had to get an abortion and he was also riding her when she was pregnant with what, his no, nephew oh here look oh, yeah, oh. but still that's the most Premier League medals yeah oh, oh, I hate like saying negative things about Ryan Giggs yeah. something about him I love him so like I'm sorry <laughs> look look he, he, he wasn't riding he's like Tiger Woods isn't he he wasn't riding any of my women so it's fine <laughs> He was uh, well away from my man, my yeah, sister. Yeah, so like it's grand. Um, <laughs> it's actually in book grand, but suppose he gave his brother four league medals and then it was grand. <laughs> Still four more than CDG. And a, yeah, and a charity shield. <gasps> oh, is there any transfers you're looking into, Ross, man? Because uh, uh, everything are there cleaning up a bit. Yeah, everything got picked for the Inclassen, who I think was the OX captain. Yeah. And um, Michael Keane. So like everything very busy. Doing lots of business and now uh, I think bees. apparently they're looking at Olivier Giroud or Wayne Rooney as replacement for Lukaku. Yeah. 
don't know. I don't know. I don't know why we're going mad. Everyone buzz, but the busiest team in the transfer window, and that's seriously improving their squad for next year. Yeah, I just like I want the league to be competitive. Uh, yeah. there's some talk about Mbappe going to the Premier League. I don't see it happen. No, and I don't see Real Madrid spending the hundred million on a player and leaving him there for a year. No, I think they might just be like here, wait a year, come over and hang out with the well, lads. I wouldn't be surprised if PSG bought him for a hundred million. Yeah, and just did that business. Um, what to make of Ronaldo by the way he's after having an, uh, twin surrogate kids oh, I didn't even know that was happening until he's there on Instagram with two bab, bab, bambinos um, why, why do you think he keeps having kids without having a girlfriend or a wife I don't know, maybe he feels that like he wants to have the kids and they're his kids as opposed to like if he has them with a bird and then like they get divorced or something like that then she robs the kids on is that Maybe like, like that's my only like that's like extraordinary. Yeah, but extreme, I'm, very seems like extreme paranoia now. But, <laughs> yeah, but or I'm, maybe he's not ready to settle down with a bird, but he wants kids. Who knows? Oh, like I don't know what the fella does be up to, but like he's just having a right cloud of kids. That obviously make him happy anyway. And first, those kids are like growing up happier than like well, like more well off than like any other kids in the world. Here also, did you see Messi got married there the other day, and, it, and the way he kissed his wife was just so sloppy. It, it, it like went viral. Did you see that? No, I actually didn't. Did see that? It. I didn't just, see the kiss now. It's always get married, but it was just real. It was real. You like half five in the morning kissing the wall, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair play to Lionel Messi. Smooch his missus awkwardly. Oh, I actually, I actually saw. Yeah, absolute superstars got on that wedding. There was a uh, Carlos Puyol, Fabregas. Was 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 Ryan Giggs there? Uh, <laughs> no, because uh, Messi, Messi didn't want his brother. Messi's brother's wife started giving out about it, so she wasn't allowed to go. Yeah. Um. Is there any, is there any other football news or is that it? There's been nothing major really going on. Yeah. The transfer is only open a couple of days. People are coming back from Confederations Cups, the European Championships. Um, you know, it's actually a great summer for transfer business because there's no like major tournament on that like that people are delaying and stuff for. Yeah. Apparently, Morata's delaying the transfer to Manoy because he wants to go on holidays. Like that sounds very familiar to the Paul Pogba situation. Yeah. But who even knows that transfer is going through at this stage? Because like uh, like everyone's saying Griezmann's a done deal and there he is signing five year new contract with Atletico Madrid. Yeah. So. I'm not getting my hopes up for anything until I see someone standing there wearing a red jersey. Also, next week it's going to be the last week of talking about the rugby for a while. Yeah, true. So, hopefully the Lions do us a favour, get the win in there for us. Um, we can look forward to next year's rugby. Yeah. Oh, also, I just wanted to mention, I don't know if I mentioned earlier on, people were asking about putting, like, the Energize t-shirts on. Like, yeah. Like, we've been dying to make coffee cups for ages, but... Uh, we said like once we get once we get to about five thousand people following us, we're actually just gonna give away some stuff just for people actually like checking out our stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so um bar that really like I mean Yeah, tell your friends to like our page if you want our stuff. Yeah. Just make sure to subscribe there as well if you're still listening, because uh very you if you do, very you if you don't, very you. Yeah, so next time we'll be talking to us, UFC 213 will have happened, the Ultimate Fighter finale will have happened, yeah. the Lions series will be over, and we'll have been to Bama. We'll have been presenting Bama. Um, if you see us in the ring in Bama, call the guards. Apparently the head of Bama heard us do our main event thing at the end and wants us to maybe do the main event. And as always, stay <laughs> energized! I ruined that, didn't I? No, I ruined it at first. Ah, oh, it's crap. Guys, thanks a million for listening. And as, as always, always, stay energized. energized. <laughs>